Hagolas, Hagolas, Hagol, Hagol. Like hell, they will. <laughs> Haggling to make ends meet. Haggling to get your taxes in order. Hassling, haggling, haggle, haggle, haggolas. Tonight we're speaking runa, that is our language, the weekly runes roundup here on Planet Roblox Ionics and Magic Tech Podcast. Thank you for joining me. We are honored to have you. Haggle, what in the haggle does it mean? Mm? Hagalas, well, in plain English, we just say, Hail. Hail, yeah. Hail. And you might be thinking to yourself, Well, what good does hail do me? I mean, I live in the Midwest, and hail is the last thing I want to think about. Like, I really need golf ball-sized hail cracking the windshield of my car, air doctor dude. <laughs> Not to worry. Not to worry. I have other reasons for bringing up this wondrous rune, for conjuring up the secrets of which I'm about to tell you. Now then, hail is to our ancient ancestors the magical seed for change. No, not kaching change, I mean transformation. Yes, but what you might not realize is that most rune magicians or runesters, as Idrit Thorson refers to us, we tend to think in terms of, uh, well, linear terms really, when applying things like rune scripts for making changes in conformity to the will of the rune master or the vitki. I've discovered that runes may be worked in layers, layers over layers with careful thought and attention to effectively transform my life and the lives of people close to me, albeit I've worked with bind runes and gelder staves to change of the world and it's working it has been for some years now we are seeing these changes already regardless of whom may be taking credit for these changes the many players of the world theater as i like to refer to it hail verlock on a personal note i've been watching the transformation of people whom I know. A new transformation as a direct result of working with the runes to make changes to my orlog. That is the mechanism in the life of a person. And I spoke of this orlog previously in my podcast. Uh, you can go back and listen to that episode. It's called Orlog. It's your lot in life. Alright, so moving on. I see people who didn't exercise, didn't take walks, didn't walk their dogs, begin to do so. And the transformation in a person who is exposed to nature, breathing in that fresh breath of air, 
moving in a routine on a daily basis, a positive, prosperous routine, albeit, well, it is like I said before, without a change, without any working with the Orlog, we are going to face conflicts without end. Now, life is conflict, but it doesn't have to be conflict outside of your control. With the transformation in the Orlog, any would-be conflicts that do arise should be those by which act on our benefit, or act to our benefit, I should say, and lead up to a desired end, regardless of the means to an end. Hail is the key primordial power to this transformation. Why? Well. Within hail, all other runes exist. Hail is the seed rune. Hail is the seed rune. Hail is the end of one world and the beginning of another life altogether. That's right, new life. But the old has to be broken down. You see, the one thing which has made the world absolutely intolerable is the old system of leeching off of the common person, the everyday man or woman being vampired by things like the tax board, the IRS. It'd be a real shame if they disappeared. The power of the elite drawing your attention to the television and to people whom you don't even know don't have any direct ties to, but whom may be running our nations amok. This old world is ill. It is sickness. It is unhealthy. It is a dying sickness. We've been hard at work to clean away and allow new life to flourish. And we all prosper and we live as we were supposed to live, that is, free, live freely, lively, and full of joy. The world was created for us. But you believe that the ruling elite are just going to walk away and let us have our freedom, like hell, or Rather, I should say, like hail, they will. And they will. That's because, like a game of musical chairs, Air Doctor has swapped out all of their seats before the music has stopped. And the music is about to stop. Soon. When it does come to an end, remember these words of wisdom. <clears throat> The circulation and distribution of wealth makes for a happy and prosperous community. Remember, people save paper fiat money out of fear. Save money out of fear. People forget that the world works on a debt system. That's why there, there's uh, so many rich people who work off of uh, uh, working with debt. They know the game. They, they understand. Uh, and, and the majority of good people try to save what little crumbs we have left out of our fear. 
because we're taxed to death. The arrest are possibilities, the potential for a future. No, not the rich per se, the system. That's what I'm talking about. Hoarding our pennies because we have such a system of vultures like the government and the IRS, which keeps us from simply sharing some of our earnings, some of our wealth with our neighbors and friends. Now that might come as a surprise to you. I mean, here I am, this villainous looking man in uh, an apocalyptic helmet telling you this. To understand, allow for me to tell you a story. And I will tell you the story now near, near the uh, closing of tonight's program. And it's my story. And it has to deal with the uh, sharing and circulation of this wealth. Okay, so let's time travel back to the year 2009. And uh, this is when uh, my wife and I landed in Japan. And we were there for a seven-year stay. I was writing online articles for Bright Hub, uh, a number of other clients, selling ebooks, doing uh, reviews of uh, software like uh, Dragon Speaking Naturally. Um, there was a voice-to-text application back in the day. And then uh, going on to teaching ESL. Uh, English is a second language in Japan. Now, in the beginning of that year of 2009, I had started a project with my wife to clean up, abandon what was uh, we think was a rice field. It had become sort of a junkyard of sorts, and we converted its many tiers of land into micro farms. Gradually gaining some approval of our efforts, we were allowed um, by community to extend our farming trek to other gardens and farms. And, well, we were not the only people gardening, of course. Um, there was an entire community. Some people did, some people didn't, but most people did. Uh, we did a lot of landscape work with nothing more than shovels, rakes, and our hands. Uh, water, we moved to each uh, garden and farm. We moved by bucket and wheelbarrow. We did not have uh, uh, an irrigation system at the time. Uh, it was a lot of work under a hot sun and on humid days, but not all the time. Sometimes the weather was very good. Uh, but our crops, you know, they survived the snow. It was an amazing, amazing place. Just beautiful. Neighbors were permitted to freely take what food and veggies they like from our farms and gardens. And likewise, our you know, community, some folks brought to my wife and I their harvest from their gardens as a friendly exchange. And equally as an excuse to have a conversation and uh, share our efforts and essentially share our lives. We're, we're, we're uh, in a community where we are living, we're alive, and we are enjoying life. Uh, work hard, play hard. Uh, associate with uh, like, like, uh, like behaving uh, people. Getting away from my computer where I wrote my online articles and, of course, I was conceptualizing our future English business that we were going to open up in town uh, some months later. Actually, I think it, it ended up being uh, almost an entire year later. Uh, I felt a relief of the pressures 
um, of working on a computer. Um, when I would step out in the sun, onto the fields, on the farmland, in the gardens, uh, I felt as if I were for a moment freed of the bondage of the system of the elite. Until the government, you know, comes by and tells you what you can and cannot do with your land and inspects everything. That was annoying, but most of the time they were not there. And I had only the land, the air, and the sun, animals, uh, other neighbors, people doing likewise. I had only the natural environment to answer to for that duration of my time working with the land and living in that particular area in Japan. Uh, later we moved on uh, to town where we would open up our English business, but the story here is illustrative of the rune that we call Feiyu, which is uh, the expansive fire rune, and it, it, it was known as the rune symbolizing cattle. Uh, uh, and, and it was the rune for money and wealth because at one time people's wealth was measured by uh, the animals that they own, uh, their livestock, okay? Thus the old poetic prose regarding Feihu and the circulation of wealth in a community or a village uh, or a tribe builds a happy and prosperous people, okay? That's Feihu. I mean, there are other runes as well. We have Othala, which is, is an ancestral rune. But Feihu is, is that one of the prime, um, primary runes, which is, is key to what I'm going to be talking about here. You know, wouldn't it be nice to get rid of all of the government buzzards, the bureaucratic vultures, we know under candy-coated names like Big Brother, or the government, the IRS, the tax board, and for once in our lives live free without having to give up our pesos and pennies to fund military special ops overseas that we know nothing about, having to store up on ammunition out of fear, firing bullet shots into the ground and polluting the earth with lead. <laughs> and I mean... What in hell's name are we still not convinced that we are enslaved by people who do nothing of value? It is an unnatural. Let me say that again. It is an unnatural relationship to these tyrants who built, with our labor, with our hands, they made us do this, our ancestors, a society most unworthy of the ancient Aesir gods and goddesses. Or uh, angels, if you believe in angels. The Valkyrie. They can only make us do this when we lose our self-respect, or, or if we didn't know we had any by making us to accept the ridiculous faces that they make us pledge allegiance to. Maybe spend a few minutes with the television turned off and reconnect 
with the runes, the whispers of the gods and goddesses of our ancient ancestors. Long, long ago, where, you know, like, um, let's just take Ukraine for, for example. In Ukraine is this wonderful ruin. I'm talking about from ancient times, circular ruins. And they are very much to the description of Plato's description of Atlantis, which um, Atlantis was based off of the, uh, the society that lived where the Black Sea is now today. And we know that the ruins came to us from these people a long time ago. In closing of tonight's blockbuster podcast, I want to ask you not to let life pass you by. Waiting for prayers to the elite's God of the state to be answered. You know, I've watched too many people pass up the opportunity to learn the real wisdom of our ancients who, who knew the gods and goddesses and who recognized the faces of angels as their Valkyrie, their immortal ancestors on another plane of reality. Who were they? Who were the gods? I think that they, they were those whom have graduated the trials of hell and Midgard, the challenges of primitive life on earth and civilization, our Asatru, uh, our old world of glorious awareness of the cycles of the earth, the moon, and the sun. And all the stars in the heavens spoke to our ancient people before we were taken by the power of states and set into bondage by, well, a variety of abstract concepts which have nothing to do with the natural world. In short, we've been robbed of this natural world, which is a magical world, really. But uh, that's what they do. They rob you of the, of the, of the natural world. Uh, they rob you of everything that's magical about it. They tell you not to imagine. But you know, you can build it back, starting with yourself, your Orlog, and then working the runes with, uh, you know, as you, as you branch out from your self-power, begin working on relatives and family members, bringing them back into harmony with those runes. And then extending this power to society and eventually the world at large. You won't be doing this alone. I'm working at this with you for some years now. And the transformations were happening then, they're happening now. We are in the midst of this storm of transformation. It is a storm. Hail, Hagolas. The hail strikes the earth, destroys the old, but plants the seed for the new. The transformer, Hagolas. The mighty seed run for new life. A new life for you, for me, for everyone thereafter. But it begins with our efforts now. Learn 
how by taking a brief journey into the ruins it won't take you too long but once you do get started you won't be able to put this stuff down because your life will change phenomenally and fundamentally watch my video course Vril Fire and Ice that's called Vril Fire and Ice at vrillock.com shop learn about the prime runes which run the entire universe and influence good things in your life okay I leave you with the joyous rune of Runyo and until next time we have our gathering in cyberspace here I remind you to keep the magic high this is Air Dr. Von Vrilock signing out